0: We are uh, continuing a three-part series called the Encounter Series. Uh, We began last week talking about this uh, encountering Jesus, (laughs) simply put, um, and incorporating in that various types of experiences that um, a number of people have had. Um, Some of you had last week, actually, (laughs) um, perhaps during or after service, um, uh, visions, trances, um, Feeling the presence of the Lord, um, so we're going to continue in that um, and this this mystical life of communion with God. So what we'll be talking about these remaining couple of weeks is uh, is continuing on that um, and discussing a number of different uh, mystical individuals of the past. Um, I am a big fan of the uh, medieval mystics. Um, one, uh, a couple being uh, um, Brother Lawrence. Um, He wrote The Practice of the Presence of God with Spiritual Maxims, and um, uh, uh, Madame Jean-Guyon. Both of them are French mystics, and she wrote uh, Experiencing the Depths of Jesus Christ. And actually, the word medieval is probably not appropriate, because they're 17th century, so they're moving into... uh, uh, um, the time of the Reformation started happening, the Enlightenment, and so forth. Um, so they're, they're my French mystical friends. Um, and then next week more, I'll be talking about the, the Spanish mystics who I am very close to in my heart, um, probably because I have Spanish descent. Um, uh, Teresa of Avila, St. Teresa of Avila, uh, who wrote Interior Castle, and then uh, St. John of the Cross. And um, This is a number of his works. So there is such rich depth into the love of God that they uh, talk about. So um, just a reminder uh, as we use this word mystic we use this word mystical. Um, The word mystical simply means spiritual. Um, So some of us again as I mentioned last week we hear the word mystic or mystical and we automatically think of pagan eastern mysticism Um, but friends that is a counterfeit of the spiritual life that is available to us in God by the Holy Spirit. So this is, these are holy mystics. These are holy spiritual people. Um, so um, we are talking about a number of different ways that the Lord encounters us. Um, but the, the key point that I want to drive again um, is that this is not merely a series on these different types of experiences. Um, I'll talk about them. I'll share a few testimonies. Um, but this series is about a deep life, an inner life of communion with God in our souls where the Holy Spirit dwells. Um, I love the title of Jian Guyon's book, um, Experiencing the Depths of Jesus Christ. Um, that's what this is about. Key point number two is that this Life in God, this communion in God, is available to everybody. It is available to anyone who is thirsty. Not just the elite few. Again, Revelation twenty-two seventeen: 17. Let everyone who is thirsty come. Let anyone who wishes drink of the waters of life. So Lord Jesus... Give us the waters of life. Give us what these mystics tapped into. Give us this inner life in God that we would know the Father even as Jesus knew the Father. Amen. So, this week, my goal is to, um, yes, share some experiences. Um, and different types of things that are available to us, but it's mostly to give us some practical uh, prayer exercises that will train our minds and our hearts to uh, behold the Lord. Um, so that, that's the title of this part, too, is Beholding the Lord. Um, and it's, it's so simple. It's so available to, uh, no matter how educated you are, no matter how much of an intellect you are, or, or how, 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 how simple-minded you may be, Um, And I don't mean that in a a derogatory sense. Um, Some people are very um, 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 sensible, practical people that get a lot done, both in the world and in the kingdom of God. Um, um, So if you think about things real black and white, real simply, or if you are just this real intuitive, in-depth, philosophical person, this is available to you tonight. Um, Jesus said, Father, I desire that they also, whom you have given me, may be with me where I am to behold my glory. We were created for communion with God and to behold his glory, both now and forever. The ultimate goal of these prayer exercises I will be talking about tonight um, is also, not for the exercise itself. Um, that prayer tonight, friends, it, I want us to shift the way we think about prayer. That prayer, yes, it's asking, it's beseeching God, it's seeking Him, it involves our words, it involves our... our, 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 our um, our minds, um, and, and how we think on God and how we, how we um, meditate on his scriptures. But friends, um, prayer is an encounter with Jesus. Prayer is, is, is beholding God. Prayer is walking among the stones of fire that pour out of the heart of God. And standing in the counsel of the Lord as John did in Revelation 4. Um, so the goal of this prayer of encountering God is ultimately um, to train us to continually abide in His presence. And this is my heart. This is my desire. It is something that I have not yet attained to, but it is, it is the goal of, of my life, and I would argue of the Christian life, and, a desire, and the desire of Jesus who said, Father, I have declared your name to them and I will continue to declare it to them that the love with which you love me may be in them and I in them. God wants a resting place. God wants a habitation. And he has washed and cleansed you with the blood of his son so that his spirit may come and eternally abide inside of you. So I'll give a couple of different exercises, and, um, but I plan um, through media to give a few more. Um, so keep an eye out on Twitter. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Matt Esquivel, um, and I'll, I'll, I'll give a few more um, before next week. Um, so let's talk about just a couple of ways that the Lord encounters us as we give ourselves to a life of prayer. Um, the mystics of of the, uh, the, that I just pointed out to you, a a common term that they used were uh, consolations or favors. Um, These were very broad terms that uh, um, overall just meant the Holy Spirit coming and and touching our heart in some unique way. Um, They usually referred to some kind of deep inner experience of God. Um, so again, very broad. It could be something as, as simple as, um, but precious as this sweetness of God's presence in the soul. Um, and this is available to each one of us. Um, this, is, this can often be attained through giving ourselves to prayer and meditation, that the presence of the Holy Spirit comes upon us in it. And it may be a very subtle but real and, and precious way, the Lord begins to touch our hearts with this, this lightness, this freshness. Um, and again, it can be really subtle. Sometimes it's, it's a bit more uh, intense. I was in a meeting a few years ago in North Carolina, a big conference of about 2,000 college students called Campus Harvest. And uh, they are they're worshiping and worship is really powerful. And I experience the presence of the Lord in a way where I'm physically feeling like there is a stream of water going through my veins. And, and I'm walking around and I'm feeling as if a water faucet is, is pouring inside of my physical veins in my body. And I'm walking like I can feel this thing pouring. This And it's, it's the rivers. It's the river of God. And it's available to every one of us. Um, sometimes it happens in a way that um, people uh, lose their mobile faculties. <laughs> Um, we typically call this, in our charismatic circles today, resting in the Spirit. Um, the presence of the Lord comes in a way that uh, um, some people fall over very suddenly and dramatically. Others, maybe a little more, a bit more slowly and gradually. Uh, and, uh, and the Lord is doing something very deep and very precious in the soul of that individual. Um, and... I just, in a with a heart of a pastor that wants to protect what the Lord is doing in those moments, um, I want to give us a couple of of important tips and points. Um, When if if you are the soul whom God has granted this favor, um, this resting in the Spirit, this touch of God in your innermost being, um, I would I would advise you to. Continue to turn inward to the Spirit of God in you. Uh, let the Holy Spirit do what he wants to do. Sometimes when we start to experience the presence of the Lord in a deep way, we can try to rev it up and hype it up. And, 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 and I've seen even individuals that they start experiencing the touch of God and they get so excited they want to go and lay hands on people and give everybody what's 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 on them and and friends I do believe there are times for that sometimes the Holy Spirit will touch me in a way and he's saying go put your hand on somebody Um, I was with our encounter Jesus school students over freedom party and on the couch resting in the spirit Um, and I feel like the Lord wants me to lay hands on one of the students and I can't really open my eyes. So I'm moving my hand around (laughs) to find our dear friend Rom. And I finally find his head. Um, the first person, I don't know who the first person was, but it, it it, it was Jake. Okay. (laughs) So, um, he got blessed too. Um, but if you are receiving that experience, um, again, if the Lord says prayer for someone, great. But don't automatically assume that you've got to hype it up or, or go and rush and give it to somebody else. Let the Lord do what He wants to do. Um, and and I'm, I'm not talking about when He wants to touch us with joy and laughter. I mean that is there are lots of exuberant expressions of the joy of the Lord that comes in our heart. Let Him do that. Let Him go big, go loud. <laughs> I'm not um, hear my heart. But if the Lord is touching you deep in your soul and this, this you start losing your mobile faculties, sometimes even your ability to open your eyes or speak, focus your attention inward to the Holy Spirit. Um, another tip I want to give, which I think is um, probably more <laughs> of an issue that needs to be addressed, is when someone is, is experiencing that, um, and you're watching them experience that, friends, let, them, let the Lord minister to them. Um, leave them alone. <laughs> um, it, and, and I've seen this a number of times too, that the Lord is touching someone in that, in that deep way and they're on the ground and they're resting in the spirit and, and people will come and, and point at them and laugh at them really loud and say things in their ear and poke at them and tickle them and, and it's... I mean, there are times for silliness, friends, but but I want us to respect and honor what the Lord is doing in that individual, okay? Um, it helps, when that's happened to me, for someone to kind of be there and is like my gatekeeper and guardian <laughs> of, of, uh, um, um, that, and, and that is just there. Um, last week after service, the Lord uh, just suddenly started ministering to me, and my wife actually noticed before I did. Uh, <laughs> I had come over here, and I would seen the Lord ministering to, um, to Lori, and, uh, uh, and suddenly the Lord just started hitting me. Uh, and my wife helped me sit down, and she, she was just there. Um, and uh, so that's very helpful, um, and it helps. Being married... Someone can drive you home. It's pretty awesome. Um, (laughs) Find a spouse. (laughs) It is a good thing. Um, uh, We talked about last week uh, the word trance. And, I, and the way I use that is in a very broad sense, um, and you'll hear that more nowadays than you will the term consolation or favor. Um, but what, what I personally refer to when I'm talking about a trance is very similar to the experience I just described of resting in the spirit in some way, but um, that's accompanied by some kind of vision, whether an internal in your mind or you're actually open-eyed, seeing this thing happen in the body, out of the body, you're not sure. Um, So that's what I mean uh, when I talk about um, a trance. Um, That can happen, either of these experiences can happen uh, for a few moments, uh, for a few hours, with some even a few days. Heidi Baker, when she went up to Toronto in 1994 was prayed for by Randy Clark and is in this um, vegetable state (laughs) for seven days where the Lord is powerfully encountering her and ministering to her heart. And she said, I learned more in those seven days about the love of God than I did in all my years of bachelor's and master's and Ph.D. in systematic theology. It's a good thing that I have to remind myself of as I'm <laughs> pursuing a master's degree in theology. Um, that God, when He touches our hearts in that way, that He's doing something very deep and uh, very lasting. So um, there we go. Hmm. I want to share one experience, and then I will give us these exercises. That have kept you in great suspense over. (laughs) Um, And this is again, this is a a doorway. What I'm sharing right now is available to you. um, And it's to create hunger. A few years ago, uh, I I was praying, and I honestly don't remember what the setting was for this. If I was just at home, if I were at some worship service. Um, but um, I started to, uh, the Lord, all I began to see was fire start blazing around me. Uh, um, the Lord uh, um, took me up into, into heaven in this vision through this big fiery whirlwind. And he set me down um, in this pool of fire. And, and my heart was just resting there. Sometimes as he's doing these things, I'm not sure exactly what's, what he's doing and why I'm seeing what I'm seeing. So I just let it play. Um, but uh, the Lord, what he told me he was doing with, his, with that fire was he, he said, I'm burning all of the no out of you. All of the resistance um, in my soul to the Lord. Now, I've come to find three years later that I need to hang out a little bit longer in that pool of fire. Um, <laughs> but he was doing something important and significant at that point. Um, and then I began walking around in the heart of God, what I knew to be the heart of God. And it and what I was seeing in my mind's eye uh, was, was what looked like the inside of a heart beating. Um, and uh, there were places, um, these... Uh, um, The the walls were like vessels and I could hear singing happening in the heart of God. And through this experience, I began to get a deeper understanding of the importance of singing, that God's heart is full of song. He loves singing, loves singing. Um, uh, But as I walked around, I began to see that there were places in the heart of God that that were bruised, that were hurt. And, uh, and as I began to go up to one of, the, one of these places in, inside of his heart, and I put my hand on it, I could feel the pain and the sorrow um, from the heart of God. And, um, and, and I at first didn't know what it was, but then began to feel that this was pain and burden over, over the lost, over people that don't know the Lord. And it's his grief over souls that are far away from him. Um, and, and so I began to feel the impact of this um, in my own heart but then I so badly wanted to comfort the heart of God uh, that I start singing to his heart and I'm just I don't even remember what I was singing I think I was just singing in, in tongues um, and as I began singing to God's heart um, that place in his heart began to heal um, I don't know what to do with that theologically. <laughs> Other than that, there's something about our worship and about our song that is a balm to the heart of God. The in the Song of Solomon, uh, chapter two, the Shulamite says that the uh, the king he I was at the king's table and and. And the fragrance of my perfume went forth. And the Lord was, was, is delighting, the King is delighting in the fragrance, in the worship, in the prayers, in the intercession of the bride. Friends, we are the bride. And, uh, and when, we, when we, all I can explain theologically, which I'll stop trying to do because that's not the point, um, is that we, God invited me to partner with his heart in his grief for souls in that moment um and to minister to him but um Jesus oh God take us into your heart up take us into your heart up More than a message tonight, God. We want more than someone else's stories tonight, God. Just stay in that place. I'm going to continue sharing this experience, and it's an open door for you. It's like Jesus as I continue to walk around in his heart just pray with me Jesus look I began to walk around in his heart. Jesus, I was taken to these hills, these green hills, beautiful green hills. It's not even what I saw. It's what I heard. That the hills were singing, that the mountains were singing, that songs were coming out. You heard voices singing. Oh Jesus, let us hear you sing. Let us hear the voice of creation singing to you. It reminded me of a song on Phil Wickham's CD, Heaven and Earth, uh, Cielo, which means heaven. And every time I, I hear that song, my heart starts to go back in that place. And, uh, and I it felt so real, friends. Heaven is real. Heaven is real. That the the songs are real. That the heart of God is real. That this place in God is real. (sighs) Yes, Lord. I'm going to try my best to continue. Um, with these practical things. And I do want to share them because I think they're important. Uh, it friends this, uh, these, these two methods I'm taking uh, primarily from Jean Guyon's book, Experiencing the Depths. Um, and um, also some of it from uh, Brother Lawrence and his uh, spiritual maxims. I think these are the two best, most practical resources on this simple way of prayer and encountering God. Um, so please uh, check them out, read them. Um, so they're from this um, and they're uh, um, drawn from that, maybe a little bit of adaptation. Um, and uh, But the first uh, method I wanna teach you tonight um, is called uh, praying the scriptures. It's uh, It's very simple. Holy Spirit, just keep ministering to us tonight. We love you, Lord. Um, Praying the scriptures involves both the reading of scripture and of prayer. uh, um, This is about encountering God through the words in the scripture. The scriptures, friends, are God inspired. The breath of God comes into your soul as you read and meditate on these words. Let us inhale the breath of God as we open up these scriptures. Um, So the way of praying the scriptures is is not the same as doing a deep um, inductive study of the Bible, which I think is helpful and important as well. Um, However, the means of praying the scriptures is taking them in such a way that you are... uh, um, drawing out all of the life and all of the flavor, all of the, all of the um, 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 breath, if you will, of, of God that is contained in them. Um, this is a mining the riches of Scripture for fine gold. Um, so, very simple. Um, and in fact, we're going to do it together. Um, so, uh, all you have to do is you select a Scripture, um, Decide what you're going to read, and then as you begin to pray it, you're gonna you're gonna read it out loud, very gently and very slowly. This method is not about how much you read; it's about the way in which you read, um, and it's it's to help get you into the presence of God. So you you select the scripture, and then by faith you enter the presence of the Lord. Friends, that's all it takes. We enter by faith. The veil has been torn. The blood has been shed. The spirit of God has been put inside of us. All we have to do by faith, we enter the presence of God. Um, And then we take a small portion of that scripture and we begin to again read very slowly and very gently through the passage. Um, And as we read, through this, uh, through the passage, we we pay attention to um, words that are touching our heart in some kind of way. Um, when whenever I'm doing this, I start feeling in my soul just an awareness of the presence of God. Um, sometimes, and off, actually, most of the time, it's it's very subtle. Um, now, I was teaching this method of prayer um, when I was visiting Lebanon, a couple of uh, years ago at a college Bible study, and I was in a room full of engineers, um, all of these super left brain people, so when I talk about feeling um, and in uh, um, imagining, using the imagination, they, like, don't know what I'm talking about, um, <laughs> and they told me that, so I'm not just making a generalization, <laughs> like, these are the words they told me, and uh, and and so one one young man, really sweet, you could tell his heart was getting gripped but he just he's like how do you imagine God how do you feel God like it just was a completely foreign concept Um, and in the context of praying the scriptures, so what I told him I said well for you he's more mental left brain Um, um, any any phrase that just stands out to you that grabs your attention in some way um, I do think that it's available to all of us to, to feel something, um, but if you're like that sweet young man that had no idea what I was talking about, um, <laughs> think of it as something that, that really stands out to you in the scriptures. Um, and, and then pause. So you're reading slowly, you come to that point that begins to touch your soul in some kind of way, or that begins to stand out to you, and, and you just take it in. Again, I'm, I'm speaking in a mystical way. Um, so some of you that like things broken down in a very systematic way, this, this may be a little trouble for you. But friends, it's, it really is that simple. That when something is standing out, you pause and you take it in deep into your soul. Uh, you might even um, offer a little prayer back to God. So the the scripture begins to touch you in a simple way. Lord, you are my light and my salvation. You are my light. Oh, light. That word light is touching my heart right now. Word light standing out to me. I'm going to take it into my soul. Lord, you are my light. And then when you begin to feel the presence of God um, start to lift, and you feel like you've uh, um, taken in as much as you can from that little phrase, um, um, Jian Guion talks about it this way, that, that you, whatever it is that you've taken, swallow it in your soul. Um, how do I do that? By faith. Let it sink into the deepest part of your being. Um, And then at that point, move on. You are my light, you are my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Though an enemy encamp against me. You might be familiar with the Psalm 27. Until the presence of the Lord comes on you again. And you do the exact same thing. Soak it in deep into your soul. And swallow it. Eat it up. This is mining for the fine gold, the gold refined in the fire. Friends, this is pulling out of the scripture uh, the deep treasures that are hidden in these words. Um, what you'll find as you engage in this method of prayer is that after your designated prayer time is ended, you'll, you won't have gone very far, um, um, maybe about you know, just a, a segment of a page, um, and that's okay. Because, again, this, is, this method of prayer is not about how much you read. It's the way in which you read. Um, so, let's try it. Let's go to Psalm 91. So, I like that psalm. So, we're picking out the scripture. We're turning to the scripture. That's step number one. Um. And then we come quietly into the presence of the Lord by faith. So let's do it together right now. Okay. And then we read slowly and gently. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest. In the shadow of the Almighty. Find rest. That's what stood out to me. But if a different part stood out to you, soak it in. And then just offer a simple prayer to the Lord, such as, God, in you alone I find my rest. Thank you for your rest. And then take it in, swallow it, Let it sink to the depths of your soul. Because this is training and for for time's sake right now, I'm going to go ahead and move us along. Um, But in your own time, you can take as long as you want. Um, Verse 2. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God. I trust in Him. He is my God. Let it sink whatever part stood out to you or touched your heart. Take it deep into your soul. and Just offer a simple prayer to the Lord. Lord, you are my God. You are the one I worship. You're worthy of my worship. Amen. How many of us that was our our first time to try that exercise? Okay, okay, okay. A few of us. Um, if you've already been doing this, you can keep doing it. <laughs> um, when it comes to uh, what do I select? What Bible passage do I select? Um, there are um, a number of the Psalms are a great place to go to for this method of prayer. Um, the hymns in the New Testament are something I highly recommend in, in Colossians and Ephesians. And some of your Bibles may be really helpful in giving indentations on where, that, uh, uh, where those hymns are. Um, the book of Revelation is full of hymns. Um, so you can use any of those passages um, there. Um, I recommend something that's been helpful to me is um, downloading an app of of daily readings that is used in uh, Catholic, Greek Orthodox, and Anglican churches. Um, It's just an app called Daily Readings. Um, And every day there's an Old Testament reading, um, well, either an Old or New Testament reading, and then a Psalm, and then a Gospel reading. Um, So you can pick one or all of those um, to use for this exercise. And they're just short little passages, so they're very helpful, I think. Um, I turned to the gospel reading today and it was the genealogy in Matthew, so I didn't have us use that as an example. <laughs> so, But hey, <laughs> I'm sure you can still find something there. Um, so um, that's method number one, praying the scripture. Uh, method number two, I'll be quick and we'll wrap up, um, but uh, is beholding the Lord or waiting on the Lord. Um in this method, um, you can use the scripture, or you can just simply use very short, simple um, prayers and, 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 and praises or adorations to God. And the point in using your words and in reading the scripture um, in this part is not to, um, uh, um, not so much even for the sake of the words um, as it was in the previous method I taught. This is not about getting revelation in that word or phrase or prayer itself. It is simply a means to get your mind focused on the presence of God in you. God lives in us. The Holy Spirit lives in us. And so what we can do is we can turn our attentions of our soul to the Holy Spirit that lives deep in our inner man. Jesus told the woman at the well, come to me and drink. And it will become in you a well of water springing up to eternal life. Um, So sometimes for some folks and uh, myself included that um, imagining that that fountain of life on the inside of your being um, can be a helpful way to engage with the Lord. Um, God is light. In him there is no darkness. So sometimes um, um, focusing on the light of God on the inside of you. Um, can be a helpful way um, to keep your mind in this prayer. Um, so what we do here is we offer a simple prayer um, um, to the Lord um, to center our attention on his presence. So as we pray, we turn inward and we focus on God within. Um, I think uh, I'm going to use Brother Lawrence's method here because I think he gives the most simplistic um, um, way to do this. Um, Anyone can do it. You can simply come. Just like we did in the first method, we're turning our attention to the Lord. And I'm just offering a simple prayer. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence in me. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And so that prayer helps me turn my attention to God within, and then I, just, I stop. I stop and I just focus on God within. And this is very important. This is not the time to pray long prayers. <laughs> um, when the presence of the Lord starts to come upon you, be completely silent. The, the, the purpose of words, whether prayer, reading the scriptures, in this method is simply to get your attention fixed on God. And so, as my attention is fixed, I am, by faith, I'm holding my heart in the presence of God. I'm keeping the faculties of my mind, of my attention, turned inward to the Holy Spirit who lives inside of me. So I sit, I continue receiving the presence of God, being quiet in my soul, And as that present starts to lift, or as the laundry list of (laughs) to-dos start coming to the day, and laundry may be one of the things to do, Um, I've got to, oh, I've got to take my car to get gas before I go home. I've got to uh, make sure I do laundry today. Oh, I've got to uh, send this email to somebody. Um, uh, My mind is starting to go. I want to bring it back in very gently Holy Spirit, I love you. Thank you for your peace and your joy in my heart, Holy Spirit. And I turn my soul back to the Lord. And this method, the goal is to keep your heart turned inward to the presence of the Holy Spirit um, for as long as possible during that time. If you are just beginning in this method of prayer um, or in prayer in general, um, I, I'm telling you at the outset, um, don't be surprised if you find difficulty keeping your mind fixed on the presence of the Lord. Um, don't condemn yourself. Don't say, oh, prayer is too hard for me. Ah, oh, prayer is, oh, the Lord doesn't want to encounter me today. Oh, I'm just this unworthy Christian. All the things. No, turn back in gently, calmly. Holy Spirit, thank you that you love me. Fill my heart with your love, Holy Spirit. And I'm back in. Okay? Um, I feel like a lot of you are already doing that with me. <laughs> so, um, I'll leave that for you to do at home. Um, again, um, this, these things become easier over time. And what the purpose of these things to do is to get your heart and your mind fixed on the presence of God. Um, in his presence is fullness of joy. I'm not feeling joy right now. Let's go to the presence of God. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and you train yourself. And friends, I don't want to give you the wrong impression. I, I, I have to do this in my day to day. Things cause me anxiety and fear and worry. And I, I, and I need people and I need vocal prayers and confessing the word over myself to remind myself of the promises of God. Um, But what I'm doing in these isolated times of prayer is I'm training my soul to turn inwardly. Um, And my goal again is not just to have a nice little quiet time there. It's to get my soul in a way that I can come out of that experience and begin conversing with people and begin my daily tasks continually mindful of the presence of God. Um, and that's possible. Um, even just last week, the Lord um, was touching me in a way that took me down on the ground, or in the chair. My wife caught me in time. Um, <laughs> uh, and so, that it was, it was hard to move for a few days, but, or for a few hours, but then the next day, I mean, I have school. I've got to go to school. I've got things to do. <laughs> Um, But I I was uh, particularly sensitive uh, last Friday to the presence of the Lord. And so I I, I strove to keep my heart in his presence and not striving in a kind of way, but just a real gentle attempt to keep my soul fixed on God. And it remained with me throughout the entire day. Um, So that is all friends. um, Keep an eye on Twitter. Um, I'm going to give a couple of other prayer techniques, if, that, if you find those helpful to you, um, and then we'll continue next week. So let's pray. Father, we thank you for the Holy Spirit in us. We ask for grace to turn our hearts and our minds, to fix them on you, to behold your beauty and glory that lives on the inside of us. In Jesus' name, amen.